0: Uh, people in a lot of these cities where they're, um, they got the electric scooters hanging around are really liking them. The initial, I've heard that. The initial uh, blasting them, laughing at them, all that sort of stuff. They're, uh, people are starting to dig them. So, more on that coming up later. Yeah, it's big. I, I mean, I've
2: observed it being pretty big where I uh, kick it. Um, but yeah, I understand
0: it's spraying. I like the idea. Sure. I have a feeling that quite quickly it's going to get litigated to where it doesn't really work as well. Uh, I'm, I'm surprised people their heads. I'm mean, surprised or, somebody hasn't had a crash already. And students said, "I didn't know it'd be so dangerous. And, I didn't know you could fall off one."
2: Yeah, boy, that'll be a dark day for America in my mind. But boy, boy, how how exciting it would be like wedding day, uh, you know, birth of a child, and Christmas. If somehow a, nat- a national consensus would all of a sudden emerge when that case comes, and everybody say, "Wait, wait, wait," it's a scooter. It's like a bike that goes a little faster, and how could you not know falling off of it would get hurt? No, you know what? I I think we think as America, we've decided you're responsible for your own actions, and unless somebody's wildly out of
0: line, hey, roll the dice, live your life, and accept the consequences. Yeah. I would I would I would weep tears of joy. That would be awesome if this was a tipping point in that direction, because the the scooters I've seen. They say uh, you must wear a helmet on them, and then I look around and nobody's wearing helmets, which I'm fine with. You're a grown-up. Decide for yourself. Right. Um, Just uh, don't ask me to pay for your medical care, which is always the rub as socialism creeps
2: into the the nation's scene. But enough of that. Now this. Well, in a while, uh, new law that's trying to crack down on sex trafficking, it's rape slavery. I don't know why we just don't call it that. But it could also put online dating services
0: out of business online dating service yes okay you can't have a tinder with these new laws okay. allegedly stay yeah. tuned yeah okay yeah I look forward to it's talking another about hooking it. up Friday on the Armstrong <laughs> <laughs> Tinder's Getty a, show? a dating service and that's a gentleman's club that my friends go to on Saturday <laughs> night gentlemen I propose we go to the club <laughs>
2: <laughs> where is my top hat
0: <laughs> and my new suit with shorts right um, duh. so this article got my attention, and not not for the reasons you think. I think. How do you know what I think? I don't think? know what you think. All right. How Trump's election shook Obama. There's a new, oh, there's a, yeah, there's I saw a bit of this. a new yeah. book out from Ben Rhodes. Do you remember him? He's one of uh, Obama's top advisors, and he's written a book. And it's always interesting when presidential, you know, people that were in the inner circle write books. And you start to get a glimpse inside. And it's pretty yeah. good. Riding in a motorcade in Lima, Peru, shortly after the 2016 election, President Barack Obama was struggling to understand Donald J. Trump's victory. What if we were wrong, he asked aides riding with him in the armored presidential limousine. He had read a column asserting that liberals had forgotten how important identity was to people and had promoted an empty cosmopolitan globalism that made many people left behind. Maybe we pushed too far, Obama said. Maybe people just want to fall back into their tribe. His aides reassured him that he still would have won had he been able to run for another term. God, what yeah. what a, a suck ass thing to do. That's not what I'm talking about, dude. God. That's, that's yeah. some strong language. Well, what are you talking about? First of all, it's probably true, but yeah, what what a suck ass thing Oh, oh boss, he if you said you'd it run, again. You'd have won. You sure would have won if you don't run, boss. <laughs> God, get out of my car. Even though, even though the constitution forbids it, you know what? Get yes, out sir. of my car. I'm trying to have a real conversation. Jeez. Well, they're true believers. Anyway. And um, and 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 Heine smoochers. I thought this was interesting, Mr. Obama, the first black man elected president. Thanks what? For, thanks for that little aside. Obama did not. Seem, I didn't remember that. Said sometimes I wonder whether I was ten or twenty years too early, or or wrong.
2: How about that? Oh, great sage! I tell you what, I don't hate the guy, but man,
0: that's you just, oh, you don't get it. Well, here's what I took from that. The, I, I, right, I knew I knew that maybe you or that's a lot right, of other people. That's right, because it won't
2: be what I think. <laughs>
0: I know that maybe you or a lot of people would take what Obama said and think, I, he thinks he can bottle. What I'm taking is. <laughs> <laughs> That's a direct quote of what I said. What I'm taking is he's in the limousine weeks after the election discussing with his aides how politically Trump won, not that it was stolen, not that it was the Iran- Russians, not that it was unfair, right. not that this or that, all the things Hillary Clinton's been traveling around the world claiming, none of those things. Right. He's actually talking about why did the populace want Donald Trump to be president? He's not blaming it on a bunch of mm. illegal things, conspiracies right. that right. we're investigating every single day. Right. I, thought, I think that's he pretty interesting. He did hint
2: at racism. Falling back into their tribes. That was a very condescending way to put it. Because, listen, one of the tribes he's talking about, and some of my favorite people have very different views than I do on this, but one of the tribes he's talking about is being a citizen of the United States, being an American and a proud American, because he and his people did reek of a cosmopolitan globalism that a lot of people found, A, not terribly palatable, Cause you could tell, you know, some of the things um, Reverend Wright said, some of the things uh, Michelle Obama said, you could tell that his view of of the country is kind of different than a lot of people's. I'll just say that um, he didn't, he doesn't love America in the same way some, a lot of people do. Um, oh, what was my point? <laughs> uh, but well, the long and short of it is that he rejected that tribe and people felt that, the tribe being Americans. That's pretty fundamental.
0: In the weeks after Mr. Trump's election, Mr. Obama went through multiple emotional stages, according to a new book by his advisor, Ben Rhodes. At times, the departing president took the long view. At other points, he flashed anger. He called Mr. Trump a cartoon figure who cared more about his crowd sizes than any particular policy. And he expressed rare self-doubt, wondering whether he had misjudged his own influence on American history. Well, I think that's quite possible. Uh, and then I wanted to skip to this part from a long article about this book, which I will not read. Um, Mr. Obama and his team were confident that Mrs. Clinton would win. Of course they were. Uh, everybody was. And like much of the country, were shocked when she did not. I couldn't shake the feeling that I should have seen it coming, Mr. Rhodes writes, because when you distilled it, stripped out the racism and misogyny. Okay. We'd run against Hillary eight years ago with the same message Trump had used. She's part of a corrupt establishment that can't be trusted to bring change. Mm-hmm.
2: <laughs> That's pretty interesting, yeah, you'd think that a rung a bell,
0: huh that, Ben that's Benny? pretty interesting. they ran yeah. against Hillary the same way we did, yeah, and we beat her with that message, but once again, he's not saying I think Trump won because the Russians tipped the blah 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 mm-hmm. you know, we had this
2: message for uh, a lot of conservative people during the Obama administration, a very similar one that I'm about to give to our our lefty friends uh, I how many times did I say? Uh, when Barack Obama was running or when his first term, he's not a Muslim, he's a socialist. Work on that. Quit claiming he's from Kenya. You're not doing yourself any good. My Muslim faith. Quit claiming he's some sort of closeted imam. You're not helping.
0: His home country in Kenya.
2: And people on the left and the Samantha's B of the world and, and your various frothing activist types of the world are still believing... Like the, the, the harshest 10% of Democrat rhetoric about Donald Trump. D- don't you see? The politi- political operatives make that stuff up and they whip it up to try to get you to the polls or get you not to go to the polls. The most extreme stuff about Trump being a Klansman and like Hitler and stuff, that was made up by political operatives trying to get y- you all f- turgid for Hillary. <laughs> And Hillary's just not capable of making anyone turgid at this point. Which, which <laughs> Bill thinks that's funny. Oh, I'm killing Bill. And and I tell you what, and this is this is sincere advice, and I don't know why I'm giving it because I prefer the other side. If you keep concentrating on this feverish Donald Trump is Satan and a racist and a misogynist thing, you're going to miss the point. In the same way that the anti-Obamaists were missing the point. Don't rail about freaking Kenya. Rail about socialized medicine. assalamu alaykum. All right, Mr. President.
0: So one more thing is Obama apparently at one point was sitting in the Oval Office and uh, said, I can't believe I'm going to be replaced by a guy whose political rise started with claiming I'm not a U.S. citizen. <laughs> <laughs> Which would be pretty shocking. Yes, yes, yes. yes I understand. The guy is going to be sitting in this chair next week. He got all his attention by claiming <laughs> I'm not an American.
2: <laughs> yeah, I know. I, there, there are many uh, ironies <laughs> to this whole thing. And oh, boy. Yeah, uh, so one more thing. Th- and Ben Rhodes, uh, well, I'll just say it. The way he put it and the way Obama put it was that their policies are inevitable. And history is bending in their direction. That's just obvious. It's merely a question of timing. Mm -hmm. Were they ahead? I think they're right. Of implementing heading
0: toward socialism,
2: (laughs) which will head toward oppression and the deaths of hundreds of millions of people, as it inevitably does. So if that's you know the arc of history bending toward justice, f me. I'm Samantha B.
0: All Ben Roads lead to socialism, (laughs) according to you. Um, So is it the greatest blunder in NBA history? Last night at the end of uh, regulation. The ranks right up there. I can't think of a bigger one. Pretty big blunder.
1: <laughs>
0: <laughs> you grabbed the ball and dribble out the clock. We won. No, no, we didn't. We are- the score. Look at the numbers. Look at our number. Now look at their number. What do you see in common with those two numbers? Ah,
2: they're the same. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. So did we win?
0: Michael's, yes. No. Ma- Michael's got a good idea. If you have courtside seats, you gotta yell at Jr. every time he comes by.
2: Hey, the score is forty to forty. Just gonna keep you keep you up to date on the score. It's 53-51 now, JR! <laughs>
0: <laughs> That'd be a good heckle. <laughs> You're listening to the Armstrong and Getty Show.
1: Armstrong and Getty.
2: The conscience of the of
0: nation. Of the nation.
2: The Armstrong and
1: Getty
0: Show. We can play to 10 or 21 or 50. Your choice. Adam Carolla can provide color commentary. Well, first of all, if we play to 50, we'll both be dead by the end of the day. (laughs) Maybe that's the way to go. I sacrifice myself for the good of the land. But this now could be a real thing. Why he wants to do this, I have no idea. You really want to play basketball against a talk show host? You already lost an election to a reality show host. Isn't that
1: enough? Ooh. Ooh. So
0: Ted Cruz challenged Jimmy Kimmel to a game of horse. Yeah, for a charity. Of stoned basketball players, a charity basketball thing. Kind oh, okay, of a gotcha. yeah. Right. Yeah, I, uh, Ted Cruz reminds me of a guy who thinks everything is a debate, and it's all in the sport of, of you know, re- uh, repertoire and just bouncing ideas off of it. I don't think he gets how like much he actually annoys people. Yeah, 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 yeah. Well, he is an annoying man. So we've got NBA mean <laughs> tweets, which is always funny. We'll do that a little bit later from the Kimmel Show.
2: Also, I'd like to thank everybody for sending us the, uh, the article from Time.com about uh, uh, Stormy Daniels' quote-unquote attorney, And how the judge told him, look, you can either be her attorney or her porn promoter. I mean, she didn't use those words. But as I've been saying for a very long time, that's all this guy is. He's her porn agent. And uh, the judge said, all right, one or the other. And so he immediately dropped the case as the attorney. And made it clear, no, I'm a I'm a porn promoter.
0: So I didn't realize he dropped the case. I, I yeah. I'd heard the part that he was told he's got to stop the PR tour. Less than two hours later, he said, "No, I'm dropping the case." Oh, okay.
2: <laughs> I'm, and and uh, he was back on NBC, MSNBC, talking about Michael Cohen. Less than two hours later, right. Um, so again, the the whole and, and again. I don't care what they do. I think it's kind of funny. But the CNNs, MSNBCs, and NBCs of the world, among others, taking this gentleman seriously for some reason is just hilarious, and they need to stop it. Uh, Speaking of fornication, sorry to have to bring you this filth on such a beautiful springy, summery day. The booming business of online dating is facing new risks from a law designed to prevent sex trafficking and prostitution. It holds digital platforms responsible for encouraging such illicit behavior.
0: Okay, so the, this is—is is this the same law that shut down Craigslist and back pages all across the country? Because uh, it yes. said they're responsible if prostitution happens, so all personal ads had to go away, or certainly if they're n- knowingly promoting what they know
2: to be illegal activity. Yeah. Um,
0: well, the reason Craigslist brought them down is that they were they they were under the the, the belief that they were. They were on the hook, legally speaking, if prostitution occurred, whether they knew about it or not. Mm. Interesting. So they just can't get into the world of people meeting.
2: Yeah, the way the law doesn't
0: seem cool to me because we ought to be able to have a forum where people want to try to meet each other, whether for it's to have sex or or get married.
2: Well, significantly, to your point, the law is creating a huge amount of uncertainty across social media because they're not quite sure how to. Uh, understand it, how to interpret it. At least six sites known to be regularly used by prostitutes have shut down in the U.S. since the law went into effect, and the worry is that the pay-for-sex market will then go to legitimate dating platforms. And Now, this is not only interesting sociologically, but I have a little insider information for you. The legitimate services say, oh, we prevent prostitution. We have a number of things we do to prevent that. But online sexual advances are hard to police. I'm quoting the Wall Street Journal now. As those peddling sex often use code words or images. The cost of a sexual transaction can be telegraphed through a picture of roses. which With each stem representing a $100. Others say they're looking for a date and keep it ambiguous but suggestive. Duh. And certainly trafficking victims don't identify themselves as such. So that's hard to track. So you see four roses... Would love to get together for a quiet evening, and she's posed next to four roses. All right, four hundred for her. You see, I, I don't. I,
0: I, uh, or human, him. Human trafficking is awful, and I want the people that are doing it uh, executed. Actually, it's just well, about they're as slavers. Yeah. They're yeah. rape slavers. Yeah, it's awful, but I, I, I don't think shutting down Craigslist from having personal ads is the way to go about it, and and having any you know social media site on the hook for people who are going into social uh, these meetup sites and using prostitution
2: yeah well i i think of prostitution like i think of a lot of illicit activities that the uh effort to outright ban them or pretend people aren't going to engage in them anyway yields worse outcomes than if you say all right people have been doing this for well time immemorial so let's Let's understand that and recognize that and try to keep it as safe and healthy as we can.
0: Well, I'm, yeah, maybe huh. I sound like I'm trying to promote prostitution. I want it to, I think it, a Craigslist should still be able to have a site or any of these places where people go on and say, hey, I'm 40 years old, I'm single, I want to meet somebody who likes to go fishing, and then somebody else says, hey, that's me too, and then they go and fall in love. And you know That should be able to exist. How much
2: do you charge for fishing? No, I just want
0: to go fishing. If some people use it for prostitution, well, then that's their deal.
2: Show me a picture of your boat. Mm. Yeah, see, that's the problem. The SESTA-FOSTA law is a combination of two bills, the Stop Enabling Sex Traffickers Act and the Fight Online Sex Trafficking Act. It makes it illegal for digital platforms to either intentionally facilitate prostitution or to knowingly assist or facilitate sex trafficking.
0: Um, See, that'd be a tough one. Do you know there are some people uh, using your site for prostitution? Well, yeah, I do know that there are some people. Well, okay, then you're guilty. Well, and There's the, no way for me to stop it
2: unless I shut it down. How could you not know about the number of roses code? The Wall Street Journal printed it, and Joe Getty read it on the air. You're guilty. Bam. Uh, Craigslist said it dropped its personal section in March to avoid liability. Pounced.org, a dating site for people who like to dress up in animal costumes, went offline in April. (laughs) What is wrong with you? I'm telling you. Along with a number of smaller players. Um. Pounced? Pounce. 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 Pounce.com. So you're telling me. Pounced. Oh, pounced. Like, uh. She pounced on me so like the little fox she was dressed up as. So you can't
0: have a website where people that like to dress up as animals and get together and have sex can meet up. That's ridiculous. That's ridiculous. Come be my love monkey. I think you're ridiculous dressing as a lemur or whatever you're doing. <laughs> but I'm not a lemur. I'm a marmoset. I'm not for the law shutting it down. Uh, Let's see.
2: uh, I'm a marmoset. (laughs) uh, Industry revenue is expected to top $3 billion this year. Uh, Dating websites. Brandon Wave, chief executive of Sugar Daddy Platform Seeking Arrangement. That's how the uh, the little gal uh, who shot the guy in the belly. That's how they yeah. got together the other day we told you about. Uh, said his operation was training staff to look for more suspicious activity. Also already placed measures in place such as messaging monitoring.
0: You're trying to weed out prostitution on a website called Sugar Daddy something or other? Uh, seeking Arrangement, where generous older men get
1: together with...
2: Young um, oh, sir! What's, How dare you? what's
1: coming up in your news, Marshall? <laughs> well, President Trump catching heat for what he said about today's new jobs report. You got a revolt at Facebook, Mark Zuckerberg's job challenged, and LeBron walks out of the postgame news conference.
0: Yeah, I don't blame him. How many times you going to answer that Trump question? Trump yeah. could be going to jail. Stay tuned. Stay tuned to the Armstrong and Getty Show. really nice that you separate out all your recyclables and everything like that in your various trash bins, but there's a decent chance they might just all be going to the same landfill yeah. once you do that, according to a new story. So stay tuned for that. Oh, my. And did you say before we went to break, Donald Trump might be going to jail? He might be in jail already, Jack. I'll have to what? check the wires. That's not the sort of thing you usually say.
2: Well, he did something kind of silly and... Sure, Marshall, tell us about it. Okay, let's get the news now
1: Marshall Phillips. Indeed, President Trump catching heat for breaking protocol involved in the release of the monthly jobs numbers. Trump set out a teasing tweet about an hour before the May jobs numbers were officially released, saying he was looking forward to seeing the report. Now, presidents get an early look at the jobs report, but they aren't supposed to mention or hint about what is in that report before its release? It could royal the markets. Indeed. locked him up. Locked him up. <laughs> wow! <laughs> Turns out, the huh? Who's with me? <laughs> Turns out the report for May is better than expected. Two hundred twenty-three thousand jobs were added last month. How I do you know what I expected? Unemployment rate took down a notch to 3.8%. That's the lowest it's been in 18 years.
0: Which would be the number one story in America if it were Hillary Clinton as president or or somebody else the media didn't hate. But
1: he said he was looking forward
2: to seeing the report, which was a hint that... The Royal Democrats So the, yes.
0: the story is that Not that unemployment's the lowest it's been In like a lot of people's lifetimes And wage growth is now surging etc., etc. et cetera, et so, et cetera. Do No you think, time to report that Do you uh, think this is a Republican thing or a Trump thing If Mitt Romney were in charge do you think it would be kind of being glossed over in the same way Uh not as much It would still get not as much attention because it's a Republican president. Nobody wants to see, well, nobody in the media wants to see Republican policies rewarded with good economic numbers. But there would be not near as much hatred for Mitt Romney, right? (laughs) Yeah, I fully admit that that exists, but I'm trying to be better at trying to slice out what is. Oh sure, Republican and what is Trump based no in terms doubt, of the opposition? No doubt, there's extra antipathy for the orange one.
1: Boy, I, uh, <laughs> <laughs> I can't imagine President Trump uh, uh, breaking protocol. I mean, he, he's just so by the book. <laughs> anyway, another kick in the gut. <laughs> there you go.
0: Martin... Try to imagine if unemployment were high and the numbers were bad, how right. much blame Trump would be getting for that. Yeah. Try to imagine that.
1: Mark Zuckerberg, still in charge of Facebook, after calls for him to step down came down. The social media company's been under a lot of fire since users' personal info was abused by the political data firm Cambridge Analytica.
2: And thousands of others. And Facebook just pretends it was only Cambridge Analytica. Please. At, a,
1: at a Facebook shareholder meeting on Thursday, one of the uh, shareholders with an uh, asset management company pointed out to Zuckerberg that... George Washington turned down a lifetime presidency for the good of the country, and Zuckerberg should do the same. Hmm. Mr. Zuckerberg, take a page from history. Emulate George Washington, not Vladimir Putin. Wow. Well (laughs) That's certainly a a fair argument. I thank you for offering it. Anyway, Zuckerberg is still in charge, and three uh, proposals (laughs) to cut his voting power were all shot down as well. Hmm. But the shareholders were in a bit of a revolt. Scientists are now able, scientists are now able to create new corneas with a 3D printer. Researchers at Newcastle University in the UK have been able to create a new type of gel framework that can keep cells alive. This could have huge implications because there's a huge shortage of available corneas for transplant. It takes about 10 minutes to print one out and can create multiple corneas from a single donor. Get out of here. How close
2: is this to uh, mainstream? It, do we know? It looks like it could be right around the corner. Holy cow! I mean, that is, that right, is heck pretty A lot of you know, people with the visual impairments that have cornea problems.
1: Indeed. Indeed. Yeah. And you know, this advance, along with other advances of uh, 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 printing out uh, human organs from 3D printers, it's getting closer and closer all the time. Oh, my God.
0: Print yourself out a new liver after a rough Friday night.
1: <laughs> yes. <laughs> yes, please. The Warriors <laughs> took the opening game of the NBA Finals last night, 124-114 in overtime, uh, beating the Cavs at home in Oakland. The Warriors overcoming the 51-point performance by LeBron James.
0: The trouble with overtime scores is they if you didn't watch the game, they often mask how exciting the game was. You know, every overtime game was tied at the end of regulation. Yes. You have to remember that. Yeah, yeah.
1: And the Warriors managed to get an assist from LeBron's teammate, J.R. Smith, who allowed the game to go into overtime when he failed to take a shot after a missed free throw at the end of the fourth quarter, apparently believing Cleveland led by one when the game actually was tied.
2: Hill misses. Rebound goes to the Cavs. J.R.
0: Smith brings it back out. Throws to the hill. Hill shot blocked. And we will go to overtime. You get the feeling Jr. Smith thought score. they had the lead. He oh, didn't know clearly. the score. Yeah,
2: I <laughs> exactly. Wow, that that's is a bad mistake by Jr. Smith. Situation. So, right, situational awareness is is everything in sports. When you coach sports, that's you spend half your time teaching kids that. Yeah, it's tough. On and, uh, and the only reason, hey if Jr. had glanced up and seen the score was tied, you'd think he could have noodled three through. The only way I get a rebound is if my man misses the shot, (laughs) which will mean we're still tied.
0: Yeah, and you got uh, maybe the greatest player who's ever lived right there with his hand (laughs) in the air (laughs) saying, let me try to steal this game. Put all the pressure on me. Just throw the
1: ball over here. Please stop
0: dribbling. Please stop. I'm more than happy to take
1: this shot. In
0: fact, it's what I do.
1: And James visibly frustrated and ended the post-game conference early when reporters kept asking him about Jr.
0: J.R. I'm not sure. No, I don't know his state of mind. Did you know if he knew the score? <laughs> yeah, I don't blame him for getting up and walking out. I mean, what do you want me to do? You want me to say something mean about him so you can all go crazy in your newspaper articles. I
1: get it. Not doing it. Not going there. Game two play will be played Sunday in Oakland. That's your news. I'm Marshall Phillips. The Armstrong and Getty Show. The conscience of the nation. Ring the bell.
2: We have it on fairly good authority that uh, Mr. Smith is uh, quite the marijuana enthusiast. Could it have affected his uh, short-term memory?
0: (laughs) Yes is the answer. (laughs) I got a couple of people with uh, comments on Craigslist and other sites how prostitution works its way into uh, personal ads, unfortunately. I'm working on the
2: headline Baked Ballers, Bonehead. Mm-hmm. I'm almost there. Okay. As you know, that's my dream career, writing wacky headlines.
0: Oh, yeah, and that whole recycling problem we got. So you're separating your plastics and your this and that, and then it's all going into one giant landfill in a lot of cases. And you don't know it. It's called Aspirational Recycling. Wow. You kind of want to recycle and feel good about the effort, but it's not actually happening. Dump slump, Trump's hump. No, that's no good. <laughs> Working on that headline, too. Let's see. They don't have Landfill. to... Landfill? What? Hmm? Why do they have to rhyme? I just want to know what the story about. The good yeah. ones do. If you were a professional headline writer, you'd know that. <laughs> You're listening to the Armstrong and Getty Show. Armstrong and Getty. The conscience
2: of the nation. has the face of a man that's been through
0: some I need someone to blame so I'll go with Old Faithful this is all Kevin Love's fault Charles Barkley has pancake that's not true because I would eat him Kobe looks like he cries so can I get a kiss from a rose by seal
1: really (laughs) who was
0: the last one there that was kobe kobe oh. bryant <laughs> kobe looks like he <laughs> cries to kiss by rose by seal that's pretty funny <laughs> and then he hums it well enough to understand the song yeah scotty pippen's got a face of a man who's been through some s was <laughs> are nba mean tweets says on jimmy kimmel last night because abc has the nba finals um who's playing Bowl bowls and Celtics. Baked baller bonehead blunder. Yeah. What do you
2: think of that one? Baked baller's bonehead blunder. That's strong, yeah. That's
0: good. Best headline of all time is Headless Body Found in Topless Bar. That's pretty good. <laughs> <laughs> on the topic of uh Craigslist and personals and prostitution and whatnot, my son sold a car on Craigslist. He took the ad down after it sold, but for a month after he got inquiries about the call the car and Accompanied by young girls posed in sexy positions asking if the car was still available and if he were a single. So the prostitutes were just going after just random dudes selling stuff, hoping that they'd get a Or did he accidentally
2: use some sort of code language?
0: I don't know. That he didn't understand was... Maybe I, it, I don't know. Maybe, that, maybe that, it was a T-top Trans Am and it just sent a message. Oh, of some yeah. Sort of, that seems baller. like some sort of, like, phishing scam. Like, not real persons yeah, just using be. Or something.
2: But, I mean, I could easily picture a woman posing with some roses, not understanding that those six roses were indicating that she was a $600 a night whore. <laughs>
0: <laughs> we got this text. Dating is prostitution. I hope I never get that bitter. Wow. Wow. Paying for it one way or another. Exactly. Yeah, all ah, right. All right. right super. Yeah, Enjoy yeah, your yeah. misery, Bitterman. <laughs> uh, on the homeless thing, uh, we get if we if we mention the word homeless or don't we get texts about that. But regarding homeless, my friend who lives in San Francisco often has to deal with a homeless person they call the landscaper <laughs> because he rips all the plants out of the medians near her office. Oh, for God's sake! One day he chased tourists with large shears, garden shears, on a police record. I mean that that is. Well, one, it's not surprising to me, but two, it's unbelievable. So how, how can both of those things be? It's horrifying. No, um, it's, no it's not. It's, it's, it's shocking, but
2: not surprising.
0: Since the police couldn't find him right after the incident, they let it go rather than arresting him a different day. Since everybody knew who he was, he was there every day. They could have put him away for assault with a deadly weapon, but they chose not to. Um, her office also had to install a keypad to buzz the clients in because homeless people would camp out in the lobby and sleep on their couches. They've had to eliminate everything, uh, everything outside their office building that gave shelter and shade, because the homeless would just hang out there and scare away their customers. And this is in the San Francisco business district, says this texter. I know it, the, every town on the West Coast has, has got the same stories, so it's it's a deal. I mean, it's something that's got to be dealt with, right? Right. Um, and
2: it it reminds me very much of I've been spending a lot of time reading about the internal politics of various European countries right now, dealing with the the so called migrant crisis, and it is reality uh, slapping ideology in the face, and people who really felt high minded and open hearted and the rest of it realizing my country is changing fundamentally in a way that not only i'm not comfortable with but uh, i think is bad and attitudes are changing very very rapidly and on the left side of the equation that change is being called xenophobia or racism or whatever and uh, like the same way that the, the the homeless thing is called lack of sympathy or or gentrification or whatever um but I, I'm telling you, if you fail to understand what's really happening in people's hearts, which is a legitimate feeling of threat, and you're not going to be on the right side of this issue. Right. And, and it, you know, if, if Berkeley freaking California is having to come to terms with that, everywhere will.
0: So China has stopped taking our garbage for a variety of reasons, our recyclables, where a, a lot of uh, that stuff went. So you separate out your garbage like a good person who cares about the environment, and then it goes off and you have a picture of people in lab copes with gloves, turning that plastic into a toy for a child exactly. or something. <laughs> but um, it was going off to China in many cases. China! And they've, they've stopped taking our our recyclables, our garbage, and they're having trouble in a lot of places finding any American company that will take it, so it's just going to the landfill, and it's right. happening in a, a lot of different places. In this New York Times article, it says, including Oregon. I don't know why they picked Oregon, I guess because Oregon's so green. and Sure! And a lot of Oregonians are really trying to do the right thing. So you've got that happening, and then well, I remember
2: you describing a, 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 a relative's uh, rather enthusiastic view of recycling. Oh, yeah. I mean, to the point of being oh, yeah. like, oh, yeah. moved, if it was religion, you'd have to tell them, "Look,
0: moved, settle down." <laughs> moved to Portland specifically because of the recycling program. That's how they picked where they were going to live. Holy crap! Didn't have jobs. Still don't. And oh. uh, <laughs> and chose chose where they're going to live based on the recycling program. Holy cow. That's a different way to live your life. But uh, And then there's this article about aspirational recycling. This is something I think that a lot of people have done. You put a greasy pizza box into the paper recycling thing. You put an old, uh, you know, a coffee cup with coffees, little coffee stains in it or whatever into the paper recycling. Mm. And you, that's good. They call that, I guess, in the recycling business, aspirational recycling. And it does more harm than good because they often have to. Uh, do away with the entire bundle of recycling if there's like a greasy pizza box in there. It contaminates right. all the rest of it, so they can't recycle it at all, so it goes into the landfill. And it's a bigger deal now since China, as I mentioned earlier, has stopped taking it. China would take anything. I'll bet China takes our recyclables and just buries them in a giant hole in the ground. Who knows if they're doing anything? Well, that's, they don't. They're not building materials for their island. They're creating. Yeah, there's not a lot of public pressure to uh, caring about the environment. I don't think. But anyway, whatever was happening before, the companies in America are much pickier than China was. Right. China didn't care. Right. America does. American companies do. So you, you got to cut out your aspirational recycling and be more careful if you actually want that trash can at Starbucks to be able to recycle that
2: thing. Well, the reason they call it that is people have gotten so into it that they don't know what they're doing. And so the costs of separating gunk from good recyclable manufacturing materials hey, is skyrocketing. So
0: standing up for the people who don't know what they're doing. And I don't care about this issue. I probably should, but I don't care. I just want to throw away my garbage. Label I don't this care. this segment of the podcast, Jack is a bad person. Fine, and do it in all caps. I don't care about recycling. I don't care at all. Mm. But um, So you're saying you don't care? But so the, the trash cans they got at Starbucks or the, the Target I go to or whatever, they got little impossible-to-read symbols on there. I don't know what I'm supposed to do with this item I've got in my hand. I'm supposed to look at that cartoon picture and figure it out? And there's no rules on there? And everybody ignores them anyway. And there's no rules on there for You've seen the recycling bin in there? In, in the lunchroom? I don't pay any attention to it. All sorts of people
2: throw, cr- just I
0: everything. I don't care about recycling. But uh, so so this this container with a little orange crush in the bottom, can I throw that away? I don't know. It doesn't say anything on the trash can. <laughs> Does this count? It says it's got cup-shaped things, things. Do you want anything that's shaped like a cup or only like paper or plastic cups? Or I don't know. It doesn't say anything on this trash can. You shouldn't be drinking Orange Crush. Well, my kids do. Oh, okay. All right, fair enough. Grown man. My son had <laughs> his first Orange Crush recently, and it's just changed his life. <laughs> um, uh, the, the target I go to. Part of the deal they did with the liberal enclave was, we'll we'll let you have a target in our town, oh, but you have, to have you. all these recyclable uh, trash cans, and they got like nine different kinds of trash cans, and I've never have any idea where to throw anything. Mm. And I'll bet most people don't
2: either, and they ignore them anyway. So judging by my experience,
0: it's aspirational. It's I right. like it's virtue signaling is what it yeah. is. I like the idea of recycling. I like to be known as the sort of person that cares about the environment. So I will throw this cup in that trash can. We're
2: going to talk to Jan zarek Gould from the Knife Media about uh, media and uh, and and spin and bias and news coverage from last week. A couple of
0: minutes. I used to change my oil out in the field. I'd just drain it out into the dirt. That's what everybody oh, yeah. did. It. Everybody, when I was a kid, that's the way everybody did it. Times have change. I don't do that. <laughs> that's why we have no more land whales or saber toothed tigers. I don't do are that. You happy with yourself? I'm better than that. So there are limits. No hippos anymore in North America. You're listening to The Armstrong and Getty Show.
2: Gainbridge offers the ParityFlex annuity designed for women's unique retirement needs with flexible withdrawals plus a guaranteed lifetime income benefit that keeps paying you even if your account balance is zero. Gainbridge is helping build a better financial future for women.
1: Retirement income you can't outlive is the ultimate flex. Start saving now at Gainbridge.io. Visit Gainbridge.io slash ParityFlex for current rates, full product disclosures and disclaimers, and other important information. This message comes from Viking.